0: Mashiach now, so for the first episode to talk about Shomrim, the guardians, this week is Parsha Mishpatim, which has this topic in it. There are what is known as custodians. So we see this in today's society, in our generation, as insurance and, uh, hey, could you do me a favor? I'm going out of town. Could you look after, you know, some of your personal possessions or uh, maybe someone's going to borrow your car or things like that in insurance claims and liabilities and things like that? Um, this is taken into account in this week's Torah portion. So if something happens to any of her possessions, then you could see that. There are different safeguards that you want to have in place or that are recommended to have in place to ensure that all damages can be taken care of in the responsible and the appropriate manner. So with that being said, just this past Mozi Shabbos, I got to watch the Black Adam movie. So shout out to DC Comics. I have been on the Marvel bandwagon and not on the DC wagon, but I am now, and so uh, learned a lot, and they have what is known as the Justice Society in there, and I thought that was interesting, because there is the Justice League, and uh, when Avengers first started, I wanted to do like a a, uh, combined, if you will, universe of... The Avengers and the DC characters, like the Justice Avengers or something like that, the Avenger Hall or Avenger League or something. But we ended up having just kind of like the main characters, like the Batman and the Aquaman, and we even got a Flash, and we had Wonder Woman and uh, and many others from the DC. Comic. We definitely had the supers, the Superman, Superwoman. Then we ended up having Supergirl. Now they just have a Super Family. So. And it continues, and may they be blessed. So um, with all that being said, now, uh, just this past Moses Shabbos, after watching that and knowing that we're in Geula times and exile is quickly coming to an end, one of the main things about the Jewish nation is that we're supposed to be the Justice League, a just society. We're supposed to be people of justice. So as brought down by Rabbi Trugman Shlita. This is what he says. He brought down in this week's Torah portion, he says, Dear friends, the portion of Mishpatim follows the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai, Sefer HaHinuk, which enumerates and explains the 613 mitzvot counts 53 mitzvot in this portion. Its ordinances and decrees span the breadth of Jewish life from laws between man and God to laws between man and his fellow, from laws dem- demanding individual responsibility to laws governing a judicial system that depends, or Slika, that demands communal integrity. That is a mouthful right there. Its ordinances and decrees span the breadth of Jewish life, from laws between man and God to laws between man and man, and his between man and his fellow, from laws demanding individual responsibility to laws governing a judicial system that demands communal integrity. Continuing, from laws dictating ritual practice to laws governing moral action, from agricultural laws to Festival observances, following immediately after the giving of the Ten Commandments, the portion begins to fill in the parameters of those ten all-encompassing directives by providing detailed criminal tort and ritual legal systems for ensuring a, here we go, just society, as well as for worshiping God. I will follow that up with insights brought down based off the teachings of the Lubavitcher Rebbe that says, there are four guardians, the Shomer, which is the single form of Shomerin. The Shomer, the guardian, is someone who is responsible, or responsible for an object belonging to another. The Torah describes four types of guardians each with a varying degree of responsibility. You have the unpaid guardian, the paid guardian, the borrower, and the renter. Further into this insight, it says, in one of his talks the Lubavitcher Rebbe employs the model of the four guardians, whose laws are laid down in this week's Parsha of Mishpatim, which is Exodus chapter 21 through 24, to describe four types of human self-definition and the equivalent divine response. So these four shomerim are actually ways that we can define ourselves and our lives, our missions, our purpose, our very existence. And in, in tandem with that, Hashem's response to each of those. So it's not like we can say we have an exclusive one or, we, or that we have to say we have an exclusive one, but we can have a mix of them all and understand on many different levels how that can be a thing. And then with all of the different levels and on the main and primary level, because sometimes you live out more of one than the other in any given situation or condition. And you should know that there's a divine response that goes along with that. And here's where the understanding of uh, the dimensions and levels and facets of our life and of our souls and of our beings, from the physical to the spiritual and all of the above, like this is where this comes into play. It says, man's role in creation is that of a guardian. So we are one of the four. Hashem set us up that way. And God took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. Genesis 2.15 The Creator entrusted his world to our care, charging us with the responsibility of safeguarding and developing the resources which he has granted and made available to each individual. The Rebbe's analysis, which is based on the writings of Rabbi Yeshayahu, Horowitz, the great 16th century Torah scholar, and Kabbalist known as the Shaloh, or the Shela. So, just looking at this, that we're one of the four guardians, and there are the different dynamics in, that go into each of those, and which one are we? And all of this to say that we should be operating as a just society. Well, also this upcoming Shabbat, For this week, with the reading of Parashat Mishpatim, we have a special maftir known as Shekalim, And we also have a special reading from the Haftarah to go along with that because this Shabbat is Shabbat Shekhalim. And also it's Shabbat Mevarkim, which is where we bless the new month, the month of Adar coming up. So getting ready for Rosh Hodesh uh, the following week and then on into Purim and then on into Pesach. So like the redemption's here, like we're in it, we're, ro- we're rolling, we're flowing. May miracles increase and may they be tangible for us. So with that being said, all of this to say back to the point, the statement I made so many minutes ago, that uh, Mozi Shabbos watching the Black Adam movie and getting a lot of uh, download, in there, one of the former Avengers known as Dr. Sakal was like, Hey, what about jump into the DC universe? And I'm like, I don't know about that. I'll check it out, you know? And uh, he found his character. So we no longer have Dr. Sakal. We now have Dr. Fate. So if you've seen the Black Adam movie, you know about Dr. Fate and in the comics uh you could see more about that because the movie is just one aspect of that portrayal but if you look at dr fate and all his things you would see very similar to dr sakal and there's even uh posts that talk about the fact of which one's stronger and better and there's a lot to say on that but all to say dr sakal is now known as khalik so helik like portion and uh, allotment and also connected to maklokit, which is uh, the Talmudic disputes that go back and forth between the sages and the commentaries. And these are disputes that are for the sake of heaven, which is why they're recorded and why we still study them today. These are not proofs. These are not uh, arguments to shut down any perspective because both Uh, opinions are correct. Whenever uh, Torah scholars, Talmudists, especially like the sages of blessed memory, whenever they have uh, conflicting comments that we're to find the unity between them, because these and these are the words of Hashem. So come to find out that, and this is a big shout out to Rabbi Kettleman, makhlokit, the root of that word for the dispute and the The argument for the sake of heaven uh, the root of that is khalik which is portion and it's basically connected to the portion that was brought down per tradition in judaism because we go all the way back to mount sinai and we have a chain of transmission of the teachings of the torah from the written to the oral uh, that have been passed down from teacher to student generation to generation and we literally have that list Recorded and codified, and you can actually study it and read it. And there are schools of thought that go along with each branch of that, and that's the portion of the tradition that was per school, per teacher student uh, relationship and dynamic. So, with that being said, we have Chalik now, which is Dr. Chalik. And then I was looking for my, who am I going to be? You know, um, not that I was like, I'm not Shomer Man anymore, but, uh, you know, if I'm jumping into the DC universe, obviously Iron Man isn't there. So is there a character like him? And of course there are many different things because many people say Batman is like Iron Man, but I was just like, no, we already have a Batman and I love Ish Hasid, which is our, our, uh, our Batman, our Shomer Batman. And, uh, I was just like, okay, so let me just do some looking around. And lo and behold, there's a guy named Miracle Man, also called Marvel Man. And I'm pretty much that kind of person. And also, I wrote a song about this a long time ago uh, when I was first getting into Hebrew rap. And I said, uh, new side, new mind, you can see the times. He who designs my rhymes, I marvel at his Justice League. He's beyond both kinds in this world where we'll we are living. Praise Hashem for his forgiveness. You know, and like all this came out and I was thinking all the way back there, which was like years ago to where I am now. And here I am jumping from the Marvel Universe to the DC Universe. And basically they're going to be just combined. So uh, fear not for those who are not DC fans or vice versa. We're, we're doing both. It's it's just we're we're here. The Shomarim Avengers are in the building. <laughs> so, um, shout out to everyone uh, who is a Avenger and who is now a Shomarim. So, um, that goes with the Shabbat Chekolin and this week's parashah with the Guardians because it's not until we realize we need our fellow man and that with. That connection, we make a just society in the world that we established redemption because the Geula, the redemption, it's is established through justice and charity. So we need to be people of justice. We need to be people of charity and kindness. So this literally is the connection between the Shomrim and the Avengers that the Shomrim bring in the Mishpat which is the word for justice, which is the same as Parsha mishpatim. The timing on this is absolutely incredible. And then havengers is the zadaka, the charity, and that's connected to being kind, the chesed. And um, also a, a person who is a zadik should be a person who's charitable and kind and, and, and beyond and things like that. And so... Putting the Avengers with the Shomrim, that is the, I'm making the the connection here that this is like the Mishpat and the Zadaka that establishes the Geula. And so, Bezorah Hashem, we're seeing that uh, there's a lot of craziness going on, like current events and, and news and things like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but the thing is, all of this is to bring us to a place where we say we have nothing and no one to depend on, but our Father who is in heaven. And I know there are many different organizations and groups out there, and I just wanted to give the announcement that we now have Shomreen and Avengers together. So if you're a person who has been a Avenger and you're looking for a new character, I encourage you to check out the DC universe and uh, find your character and take on your new name and let's finish the mission, let's finish the job of what we began so long ago as havengers and now shomreen and the final thing i wanted to say before concluding this episode is that it's it's really the the understanding too that this year 5783 is called the year of Hakel, which is the year where we gather so this past sukkot as we kicked off the new year would have been the year had the temple been standing bezrashem This is the last year we don't have a temple standing. But this would have been the year we would have all been gathered in from the four corners of the earth. And the king, Mashiach, would be reading the Torah to us in the temple at the conclusion of Sukkot or during Sukkot. Um, But that obviously didn't happen yet. So Bezorah Hashem, the next time a HaKel year comes around, which is the year following the Shemitah year, So at this point, I think it's around 2030, 2031 uh, is, I mean, I'm not even looking at the calendar, but eight eight years from now. So this is the beginning of a new seven year cycle. Uh, So we'll go these seven years. So that's 2023 to 2030. And then uh, 2030 to 2031 uh, should put us into that eighth year. So. We should have our new beginning and we should have Mashiach now. And in the meantime, as we're understanding this HaKel year that we're in to really launch out into with Shabbat Shekelein, with the just society and things like that, that the the connection here about the HaKel is that we should all gather together. We should rally together and, and do as many mitzvot. As we can to be as nice and as kind as we can like really cleaning out our hearts from all the filth and the junk uh the the exile programming and put ourselves into a geula mindset like what will it be like when the mashiach shows up what will it be like to be on our home soils like everyone returning back to their true homeland there's a piece of this earth that everyone is connected to and to be settled and rooted back in that particular place in the world and knowing the true oneness and the the light of Hashem unfiltered without, you know, uh, it harming and damaging us. Like the fact that if you're in Israel and that's your root and that's your home, you're going to be the closest as you can possibly be to Hashem and a Shekinah. And then if you're further away, that's for your own benefit, you know, because if your your vessel, your soul is not that refined, you don't want to be that close. You want to be far enough away to where these rays won't, like, damage and destroy. And so uh, this is from Kute Torah in Parshat Miketz. It talks about the fact that if you're a person of Torah and mitzvot, you're cleaning out your vessel and rectifying your soul so much that you can freely bask in the light of Hashem unfiltered at close proximity. Whereas if you're not a person that's about that life, then, you know, you don't really want to be that close. And so there's understanding of that, which is why we have non-Jews. We have a whole world of people, of, of, a whole layer and aspect of mankind that is not Jewish. People don't convert and they don't do the 613. They don't, you know, inhabit the land of Israel. They have their own land. You know, originally after the flood, we were supposed to divide the world into three and go from there. And yeah. it's basically still being done that way because we have the 70 nations divided between Esau and Yishmael and. You know, so the world is still divided up into three because the third is Yaakov, and that's the Jewish people. So you have the non-Jews and the Jews completely inhabiting the world, splitting it in three. And those are all the nations being brought into the service of Hashem. And the spirit of impurity will be banished from the world, and we are to start that process. Hashem is going to complete it. to Hashem, now. But we need to be in a place where we're already moving those Things out and and being willing to open up to that. And so, this is not like try to go out and convert people and tell people they're going to burn in Gehenna and that they need to eat kosher and all this kind of stuff. Like, if you're a Jew, absolutely serve Hashem to the fullest with the 613. If you're not a Jew, you need to be doing everything you possibly can to bring yourself into the awareness of Hashem as the creator and go from there like that's the bare minimum requirement uh there's what's known as the noahide laws but again there's so much to really talk and discuss on that end so i don't really want to leave it there and, and but just to say that you all mankind regardless of jew or not we need to focus on our connection to the creator and we need to focus on being people of justice and kindness And so as Shaw Marine, may we lead out in that. May we do as much as we can to gather and like bring this down to the ground. And it all starts with our homes. We can do as much as we want to outside of our home, but it's really going to count what we do at home. Because as Avengers, we we did a lot of Zooms. We did a lot of gatherings and studies, especially for third meals and habdallahs and in the middle of the week and things like that. And now there's not as many zooms we still zoom and we still try to get together when we can but it's really like we need to turn everything into our home and then radiate that out from there and so having people in your home and being the people we need to be in our home so that's that's the new the new thing that's what we're doing and uh we're we're done with exile like let's just let's just call that (laughs) And in order for us to do that, it's going to take a lot of bravery, courage, superpowers, uh, awareness, all the things you could think of. Oh, and lots of miracles. We're getting out of the cosmic Egypt right now. Like the global Egypt is going down right now. Plagues are already happening and judgments are going out and Bezrat Hashem. We're mitigating and sweetening those judgments so that they're not as bad as they need to be. You have to understand Kate's end of days theology from a Jewish thought is completely different. Not to say other thoughts are wrong and that they have no value, but this is where I'm speaking from uh, as a Jew. So um, just want to encourage everyone on that. But I think, again, if we just go even beyond that, to what I mentioned earlier. Can we be people of just justice? And can we be people of kindness? Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem, Mashiach now. And the character for me uh, is Miracle Man, Marvel Man. And the character's name is Michael Moran and translated Mikael, and Maran can also be pronounced Maran, if you change the vowel of the last name, Maran is the the teachers, so Mikael is who is like God, so teachers of who is like God is the character's name, the Marvel man, the um, miracle man, because uh, when you look at everything with the M's and all that, well, the letter that is M in Hebrew is the Mem. So my new character name is Mem, and it's the two Mems with the apostrophe or the uh, quotation mark in the middle. So Mem, uh, quotation Mem, and basically for miracles and formation and uh, to look at the word Mem, it's the word for Mayim, and that's the word for the waters, so water, and what is water? Everything, every time you, you see water mentioned in the Torah, it's a reference to the Torah, so being formed in the Torah, being formed by the water, and uh, being a person who brings down teachings of who is like God, our teachers who teach us who is like God, and all of these different things. And you have the concept as well of the mikvah being the place where the waters are gathered so that you can immerse yourself and become a new creation. And which is always a miracle as well, because any person who can battle his Yatahara and, and be transformed through that, that struggle to strive for Hashem, sometimes you fail, yes, but. You know, you can win and you keep this process going. It's up and it's down. It's up and it's down. And guess what happens with the ups and downs? Those are waves, just like what happens in water. So the newness comes in waves. And so each time you should be getting a little better, a little stronger. And, you know, we need miracles as well. And so in my life, I've been really trying to get acquainted with that because I know miracles happen every single day. And there's also the fact that miracles like splitting the sea and having uh, light and darkness exist at the same time in the same space. The manna falling from heaven, the rock giving forth water. You know, there's the, the water that will come out from the temple and the new Yerushalayim that's going to purify the waters of the world. Well, right now there's currently waters being contaminated. So we need this rock to bring forth this pure water right now and I'm choosing to trust Hashem, and part of our superpowers is our trust. Those are the highest levels of our intellect, is our our faith, our trust, our desire, and our will. Nothing stands in the way of that, and so may we all come together in that, and also just, again, just my own personal testimony with looking at this, you know, as I've mentioned about Chalik. Is that there's beginning to be a newness that comes over me because the new character, the new superpowers, the new identity, the new colors, and all the aspects of who this this guy is, and uh, how that's fusing with the the Shomer, you know, the Iron Man suit and things like that. I don't have to wear a suit anymore. Like that's that's crazy to me because I'm so used to putting on my Shomer Man suit, and it's just like, well, here's your Mem. <laughs> All water. It's like, here we go. And I'm like, wow. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, I just wanted to give a character reference, uh, for my show Marine character. And, uh, I pray everyone is able to find their character if they're interested in doing such a thing. And, uh, this is exciting. And this is so cool with uh, Purim coming up and with Pesach coming up and then into counting the Omer and into Shavuot. This is like such a heavy time on the calendar. It's the same as Elul through uh, Tishrei. And then we get a little drop off and then we come back for Hanukkah, you know, and things like that. So very, very powerful times. And uh, may we all be redeemed soon.